0: It's another Sunday Night in Comedy, and tonight we have a stacked panel featuring a few of our favorite friends. The one and only Frank Spadone is back with an all-new one-hour special, plus the new cult comedy, Darts. We'll chat with him, writer-director Cosmo Tucci, and a little later on in the show, a very, very special guest. No one's going to see this one coming. It's a full show tonight. I'm Dean Young, and we're about to go Inside the Joke.
1: Happy Mama's Day!
2: Welcome to Inside Jokes on Global News Radio 640 Toronto.
0: Here on 640 Toronto, and of course, streaming not just Canada wide, all over the friggin' planet, everywhere where there's the internet, you can listen to this show on Global News Online. We got our producer, Vince Tedesco, on the line. Vince, we got it's a stacked panel tonight, buddy. We've got, first off, one of our favorite friends of the show. He's been on this show. Really, since the very beginning, one of our favourite recurring guests, the one and only Frank Spadone. He's got a brand new one hour that he's debuting here in Toronto. Uh, That's coming up live. Uh, We've got writer-director Cosmo Tucci joining us once again, because him and Frank also have a new feature-length comedy coming out this month that debuts. And then Vince, we're not going to say who just yet, but a little later on in the show, we do have a very, very special guest, which... Again, I don't think any of our listeners are going to see this one coming. And also, Vince, we do have to mention, it's Mother's Day!
1: It's Mother's Day! Happy Mother's Day, To all the Day, mothers everyone.
0: out there, you know, I know, uh, you know, we're going to get into, Frank, what this new hour of comedy is all about. And of course, a lot of his comedy comes from family life and marriage and fatherhood and all that stuff. So we'll get into Mother's Day there. Give all a shout-out to the mums out there who, especially the mothers of comedians, because... Um, that's a, that's a lot to put up with right there.
1: <laughs> a lot of disappointment. That's a lot, that's a of, lot dis- of, yeah.
0: Son, what this you're going to do. This is what you're going to do. Okay. But anyways, Vince, we have, it's a stack panel, buddy. There's lots to get into. Uh, and again, pretty excited about who's popping on the show later. Right here on Inside Jokes. Welcome back to Inside Jokes right here on 640 Toronto. Brought to you, of course, by our good friends at Hakeem Optical Helping you see your beautiful mother more clearly this Mother's Day. How about that? How about that one? Isn't it? That... <laughs> Goes straight to the heart. Uh, we, have, of course, we have a stacked show tonight. We have writer-director Cosmo Tucci coming up later on. And again, a very special surprise guest. But first up, one of our very favorite friends of the show. He, this guy's been with us since day one. This is kind of, You're basically like our Alec Baldwin or our uh, or our Ooh. John Goodman of the show here. Frank Spadone is with us. How you doing, buddy?
2: I'm great. How are you doing, Dean? Hi. How are you, Vingt? I'm doing well, Frank. Thanks uh, for joining us today. Uh, well, you really, know I
0: mean, you know, we've been we've been doing this show. We're going into our seventh season this year. We've been doing this show for a long time, and you really are one of those guests that you've been really a part of this show since day one. I mean, you've joined us since the very first season, and uh, even in two years of the unpleasantness that happened, we'll just <laughs> <laughs>
1: call it
0: that. <laughs> but you still, I mean, here's the thing, Frank. I mean. A lot of comedy shut down. We're not going to get into that too much because obviously that's beating a dead horse at this point. But you did manage to, you know, you're a working, touring club comic. You managed to stay pretty busy despite, you know, obvious setbacks. But you do have, so you have a full hour that you're premiering here in Toronto live coming up.
2: Yeah, you know, uh, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, actually, this theater, um, my agent, Morgan, uh, said, hey, there's a great theater that just got renovated in downtown Toronto. And, you know, I, I do a lot of the burbs where, the you know, a lot of my demographic lives, if you want to call it that. But uh, it's always great to do shows downtown. Like, I love doing the clubs. You know, it's more loose and, and you get to experiment with some jokes and but then I thought, you know, the, instead of doing a club, which believe I love the clubs and I appreciate them, but I thought let's do something a little, a little fancier downtown, and uh, yeah, yeah. just just as something with a different, you know, uh, a slightly bigger, you know, uh, uh, it's always a lot of fun. Theaters are always a lot of fun. It's more of a, an outing, an event, and uh, and I thought, you know what, let's do it. And it was supposed to happen you know, obviously during the unpleasant times that we had (laughs) that we don't even want to talk about. And we kept thinking we were gonna do it. And then it's like, no, we can't again. And we would start and stop and start it. The last two years have been like being in a cab in New York. It's like, you're just starting and stopping and you're gonna puke and you don't feel good and uh, open the window. And then you think you're there and you're not. And then you're there, and we're here all of a sudden, and so now we're going to do this show. So, but well, I do like
0: that you say that you know you're doing this big theater, and and it you know it's not like going in a club where it's like okay, here's the five comics that are on tonight. It's sort of like this is you, this is a one hour, it's all you. Yeah, like you said, it feels more of an event. I mean, you just came back from doing a run of shows in Montreal. We always talk to Montreal comics how shows there always feel like an outing, like a, an event. It's something special. Yeah. That's sort of what this show is for you.
2: Yeah, and it's and you're absolutely right. You know, when you do the club, you're headlining. Sometimes you don't know who your opening acts are. Not that it matters. There's so many great comics in the city. Um, uh, you know, you're doing maybe 40. You're you you're doing a little less. You know, when you do your own show, you're do closer to an hour and showcase yourself and have a, an opener to just warm the crowd up. And it's just, yeah, it's more of a night out. I think it's a lot of fun, and I could, you know, showcase a little more of my stuff. And, um, you know, again, going back the last two years – there were some stuff that was written just just then that i was starting to do and then stuff during the pandemic that but then we didn't get a chance to work on it um i i, I mentioned the p word i'm really sorry the, <laughs> uh, okay. but um uh, you know and then people love some of the classics too that you know yeah you pull out so um uh, it's it's I, you know what i'm just looking forward to it i know everyone it, everyone's itching to get out. I'm itching to get out more, you know, just came back from Montreal and it just, you feel like a different person, you know, like it's really weird because, you know, we all kind of got a little lazy at the same time, but the, then once I got to Montreal and I was doing the shows, it just felt so great. It felt great to be out. It's, it's, it's just the way it is. We're meant I'm, to be out.
0: You're kind of in a, you know, cause yeah, this hour it's like, you have some new stuff that you've been writing and working on during this whole time, but you do have some, you know, some, rolled gold in there you have some stuff that your audience your you know your followers will will kind of already know but you're in an interesting position too as a comic because a lot of the comics you know and and comics who are a lot newer than you but a lot of the people we talked on this show the past couple years they've been basically in a position where they're just sort of like pacing around at home they're just eight miling they're like let me out let me out i have to talk about all this crazy stuff going on in the world and they don't really know how to exist if they can't go up on you know open mics every night for you So much of your comedy comes from home life, it comes from fatherhood, it comes from marriage, raising kids, Italian-Canadian background. In a way, was it almost like, like I'm sure you would have wanted to be gigging as much as possible and couldn't sometimes. In a way, was it sort of like an incubator for you for this stuff, like a writer's room in a way?
2: Yeah, it was. And it made you think of... What you went through when you grew up in a different way, like just just seeing how my kids react with me. I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember a situation with my parents. But uh, it was a nice break at first, for sure. Um, think about think about comics is, is when things happen, we love to get out there. You know, if we think of it today, like, you know, uh, we like to get out there in a few days when we get a chance when and, and talk about it when it's fresh yeah. in our brain. Uh, so there was a lot of like, yeah, we wrote down notes. I think in my case, I wrote down notes, I wrote down things and it's like now all these shows are, are coming out and you know, yeah, I've, I've worked in the clubs doing eight, 10 minutes, but it was also trying to get ready for this show. And it's like, okay, how much do I experiment right now? How much do I just work on getting ready? Cause yeah. you know, this show was supposed to happen almost two years ago when we booked the theater. So it's like, okay, we're, for, you know, we're fulfilling that, but it's, and it's going to be a lot of fun. And I have, you know. Uh, the stuff I want to talk about, but yeah, it's like there's still so many things that I I haven't gone back to yet, you know. Because really, when you think about it, when did we open? What was it a couple months ago? Or um, yeah. So it's kind of like, you know, the the first few times you get on stage, you're really trying to get your chops back, you know. The first, it's it's you know, so it's it's man, comedy's a real, it, you know, it's it's and we all treat it different but it's it's a lot of fun at the same time and so rewarding we're and we're so in our heads you know when people say oh i know comics you guys are all crazy yeah you know we are <laughs> a little We well, have
0: to like live in that space right yeah
2: yeah <laughs> and we're always analyzing and and ourselves too not john we're just always looking at situations and and um it's uh you know sometimes you just you do you just want to live and then that's the best thing to do you know a lot of A lot of comics think they got to be at the clubs all the time, uh, and and but you got to live. There's that balance between you got to live life to talk about it, yeah, and then you got to be able to go to the clubs and work on it enough, you know, Um, yeah. It's It's kind um,
0: of it's kind of a reset in a way, right? Because so in comedy, especially in those first few years when you're doing the hustle and the grind and all that, we really do glamorize that. We really do glorify the whole like do nothing but this seven nights a week yeah 100 sets a week da, 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 da. you at this point i mean you've established a long career in canadian comedy you you balance a home life and a family life with career so you have sort of this peace of mind and this healthy balance in a way that a lot of young yeah. comics don't have because they haven't learned that yet
2: yeah and you know i get it when you're first starting i know i was on stage as much as i could and i was repeating a lot of similar stories but you you were working on the chops back then you were uh, yeah. and chops meaning you're working on finding your voice on stage finding who you are what works what doesn't work hey, it's a lot of failure you know what i mean yeah. and and that's and that's the thing people got to remember and 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 we get so down on ourselves but you know in in life in general when we try something and we fail it, i mean comics you, we've tried stuff that doesn't work so many times or it doesn't work that time but we believe in it we try it again we rearrange it oh now that's this part works but that part doesn't work or sometimes it just doesn't work at all and, um, it's, uh, I don't know where I was going with that, but. <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> well, one, the,
0: one thing that I think is really interesting too, is, I mean, you know, you, you very much came up in that generation in Canadian comedy where it was, there was very few road in roads. It was like, yeah, you, you showcase for the handful of few festivals, the major festivals you showcase for the clubs and you do road work. And it was sort of, those were the only ways. And I want to come back from break with this. Cause one thing that's been really interesting to see with you these past couple of years is you know, the landscape is going to be a lot different coming out of all this. The whole yeah. digital and social media thing is so much a part of the package now. Absolutely. You really embrace this stuff. I mean, we see you all over social media now popping up in viral yeah. sketches. We talked to you and Angelo Saroukis really early on at the start of the pandemic. You guys yeah. started doing these live weekly feeds. And even I remember Ange said at that time, he goes, this is something I would have never touched with a 10-foot pole. There's a yeah. whole audience,
2: you know. Absolutely. You know, and, and we were just kind of checking in with each other. And we thought, let's just go live so everyone can see that it's, it's not just them, or, you know, that we're going through this, well, what we're going through. We can't go anywhere. And, you know, we were like, what'd you eat today? Like the simple things and we were, we were really, <laughs> the first couple of times we FaceTimed each other. I go, you know, well, let's just go live. And I think there was a hockey game or I don't know what it was. We were, we just thought let's, let's, let's just talk. And people started joining, joining in. And it's, it's funny because when uh, when I did Montreal this past uh, last weekend there, yeah. People were coming up to me and thanking me for that. You guys, you and Angela were a lifeline. It was, you know, some of us were very depressed and and uh, very much appreciated, for sure.
0: I think it's a stream that a lot of people never, it wouldn't have occurred to a lot of comics. All right, we're gonna come back with more Frank Spadone. We're also gonna get into, not just this, this new one hour that he's premiering here in Toronto this month, but of course, the upcoming comedy movie, Darts. We'll be back with more Frank Spadone right here on Inside Jokes.
2: You're listening to Frank Spadone on Inside Jokes and uh, happy mama's day. Hey mama, you out there? Can you hear, she probably doesn't understand English, whatever. She's lonely,
0: She's Welcome back to Inside Jokes baby. right here on 640 Toronto. Brought to you, of course, by our good friends at Hakeem Optical, helping you see how much your mother means to you. How about that? It's mother's day, go kiss your mother. We have Frank Spadone on the air with us, of course. So, Frank, you have this one-hour live show coming up at the newly revamped and renovated Paradise Theatre here in Toronto, which, of course, we were saying before the break, this is sort of a blend of, you know, stuff that your fans know and love, some of your personal favourites, plus plus new material that you've been sort of honing during these last two years of... um, whatever the heck that was that whatever we, we want to <laughs>
1: seclusionness.
0: yeah we're gonna just change it to the unpleasantness i do like now you know in comedy we're kind of like it's like this springtime happening in canadian comedy where like everything is blossomed open again finally after two years of this it's but it's maybe nuclear war next so
2: <laughs> yeah we don't know the environment something right yeah, there's something
0: a... so we just have to get We have to get in as much comedy while we can because, boy, do we need it. One thing, Frank, I mean, we were talking a bit before the break about how, you know, you sort of did embrace this, a lot of these digital platforms during the pandemic. I mean, you started doing those lives with Angelo Sarukas, who, of course, is an old great touring buddy of yours. You guys have been working together for decades. Uh, We see you popping up in all this sketch content. Of course, you've been working with Cosmo Tucci on a lot of that stuff. You guys have this new movie, Darts, coming out. One thing that's funny, too, is I know – A lot of comics, a lot of stand-ups, they sort of approach acting as this sort of a deer in the headlights thing. It's kind of like a thing where, you know, a lot of them, they get an agent and they go out to commercial auditions just to sort of make ends meet. And a lot of them approach it in a very sort of hesitant way. It's like, it's only to support what the true dream is. And that's just purely stand-up. For Mm -hmm. you, I mean, how, like... How much of a different side of the coin is it for you doing a movie like this like is that are you tapping into some different part of your brain entirely or to you does it kind of tie into who you are as a stand-up
2: um this one definitely tied into who I who I am as a stand-up uh, I play uh, Frank Montero who's a uh, an ex uh, uh, darts champion from Italy so it, th- this was a lot of fun you know I get I got to play I kind of joked about you know the sort of m- Italian men a bit of the male chauvinist type a little bit but um uh but in a funny way you know like yeah. not in an in a in a, in a insulting kind of way making fun of it actually and um but it was it was tons of fun to do you know um I didn't know Cosmo at the time and I think we'll talk more about it when he comes on he just kind of colt called me and said hey frank i'm um, cosmo i'm from thunder bay ontario i've got yeah. this movie and um yeah you know he and he's like and i i just went with it i wasn't doing any acting at the time and uh i thought let me just do it for at the very least it'll be some some practice something to put on the resume and, um, and what's great, what's, what's come out of it is like what you said, is the uh, more presence on social media. He, co- You know, we've both come up with some skits. He's come up with a lot of them at first, um, uh, you know, just scenarios. And uh, there's some things that are great that you can do on stage. And then there's some things that maybe need more of a visual. And that's where yeah. social media has really helped with stand-up and, and just people wanting to get um, – ideas and content out there, you know what I mean? And uh, yeah, he's he's really helped and and it's helped I think it's helped my comedy. The thing that here's the here's the tough thing, right, is you know s- some comics like I'll put some clips of stand up out there and then I'll do these sketches. And then sometimes people get confused, "Oh, are you doing sketches on your live show?" and it's like, "No, when I do stand up, it's stand up." Yeah. The sketches are for fun to kind of get your name out there uh, on social media. But then I kind of thought maybe I should one of these days do a show where it's sketches, you know, out there. Um, uh, but um, and then then there's the whole thing where how much content. Because, you know, when you're putting stuff on social media, you're you're kind of giving it away. So how much of your your stand up stuff are you going to give give up? Yeah. I guess that's what you do with some of the old stuff. But then some some jokes are are classics anyway and 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 even if you put them up they're going to want to hear them but it's it's really an art it's an art to kind of mix you know you don't want to we do this for a living so we want people to come out and pay and watch us
0: and that's the thing too i remember kenny robinson saying that to me years ago you know talking about because so many comics use twitter for example as like it's sort of like a forum like a writer's room right but kenny said that to me years ago he said don't don't use that stuff to write your material. Don't write your material on the internet. Cause then what do you bring into the stage? Like you just yeah. gave stuff away, you know?
1: Well, here's um, the thing, Frank. I mean, yeah. you and I have had conversations about this before. Have you now sort of grown an appreci- appreciation for the guys who just strictly stay on social media? It's almost like a job to like constantly be filming sketches and putting it out there after, you know. Oh yeah. They're, they're posting three times a day.
2: Oh, listen it's definitely a a job in itself um, to constantly post stuff. Um, Is it an appreciation for sure of the amount of work? The thing is, is if you can monetize it, you know, like not that I'm saying money's everything, but we got to make a living as comedians. And I think, and, and the tough part is, is um, you know, if you started in social media, how do you bring it to the stage? whether is it going to be sketches or is it going to be stand up and yeah. you got to you do, you got to work on your chops. Like, um, I keep saying that, but you know, it's, it's years of experience on stage and that's how you get very comfortable on stage. I kind of was, I kind of went, I kind of went the other way where I was all stand up first yeah. and then yeah. I, I put things on and it's, it's fun. I love playing characters. So that's what I love about social media, but yeah, having, having kids, having a family and, um, and, uh, Just helping my wife with her business, you know, and 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 and, and stuff. Um
0: That is kind of true though, because you did do it the like we look at somebody like Eric Dalessandro, who that's what he did. He his whole thing was social media following. Now we're seeing him go on stage and figure that out after the fact. Yeah. I feel like too, Frank, I mean, you 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 know, you came up in the Canadian comedy where Everything was very segmented. It's like, no, I'm only a stand-up. I'm a stand-up purist. Yeah, yeah, Improv is over there, sketches over there, music is yeah. over there. We have nothing. To... Now I feel like the last 2 years especially there's been so much more overlap because comics realized, "Hey, I have to sort yeah. of diversify myself in a way."
2: You do, and I mean, I don't I'm not one of those guys who like filming every little thing I do. There's some people who they'll film sketches and then they'll go to the store and and they'll film that. And I'll do it once in a while. I'll I'll film some stuff with my mom that I think's interesting and that people want to see, but yeah, it's um, it's 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 it's, it's you. Yeah, you you've got to learn so many things. I took improv classes at Second City. By the way, I always thought yeah. it, it's always great to be well rounded for sure. I did acting classes, uh, Second City classes, but stand up was always my first love. And yeah, you're right. Back then, you felt like you had to pick one because I was asked to do conservatory level at Second City, and I thought, well, I'm kind of already a working stand up comedian. Let me stick with that, but. Yeah, there's times I'm like, I wish I wish I would have done more of that sketch stage stuff. I loved it because I loved playing characters. I mean, I I couldn't sing like Wayne Brady and stuff like that. But uh, uh, yeah, (laughs) it's all encompass everything. I'm glad I took all those classes because I think it's helped with social media for sure
0: if rudy giuliani can be on the masked singer or whatever <laughs> then you you can sing too all right we're going to come back with more friends okay. and we've got cosmo tucci joining us we're going to find out more about this new comedy movie darts that also comes out this month right here on inside jokes
3: hey guys i'm cosmo tucci you're listening to inside jokes creator of darts check it out may 27th at the royal theater happy mother's day everyone
0: inside jokes right here on 640 toronto this beautiful mother's day sunday brought to you of course by our good friends at hakeem optical helping you see the world around you more clearly not that that's such a good idea right now i wouldn't i I would (laughs) don't look out the window don't turn on the tv everything's terrible it's horrible that's why we need live comedy so before we we're gonna get into this new comedy film darts that's coming out we got frank spadone and cosmo tucci but frank before we go to that so one more time for our listeners where can we see this live show coming up here in toronto uh
2: it's may 13th at the uh paradise theater on blur street and if you go to my instagram account which is frank spadone uh, I have I have a link there in the bio and uh, or just go to my website frankspidone.com, and uh, go to the events uh, page and everything is there with the links There we yeah. go
0: and of course so Frank we were talking before the break how you know we we've, we've seen you popping up in all this sketch content and all this viral stuff uh during the last little while and of course working with Writer, director, actor, Cosmo Tucci. Uh, you guys also have this new movie Darts that comes out this month. So, Cosmo, we're going to get into what this whole movie is all about. And, but uh, first off, so where does this where does this premiere?
3: Yeah, so it's at uh, the um, uh, um, Royal uh, Royal <laughs> Theater. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Friday, uh, Friday, May twenty seventh uh, at the Royal Theater, Toronto. Um, yeah, that's the screening. That's the time. And
2: do, you, do you have the link on the on your bio? Uh, cause is it on the yeah. Darts? darts? Yeah, exactly.
3: Them? There's uh, you can you can check out the darts Instagram. There's um, uh, the link in the bio for the Eventbrite. You can get tickets. Uh, very only ten bucks a ticket. So uh, all the proceeds go to the rep, the theater rental. So it's uh, it'd be great support if you guys want to come check it out. Uh, yeah.
0: There we go. The Royal Theatre, that's another like beautiful heritage venue here in Toronto, by the way, for all our listeners. Great place for comedy, movie premieres. Uh, Cosmo Tucci, by the way, you and I are both from Thunder Bay, Ontario, so we'll clarify for any of those listeners up there. <laughs> Darts yeah. does not mean cigarettes, bud.
2: <laughs> this, is, <Yeah. laughs>
0: this is the world, and I love this, by the way. So you basically, you, you, you guys in this movie, you take on the world of competitive dart championships, which... No one has done this before. I've like if anybody, any of our listeners who have watched darts on TV, it actually is the most absurd, hilarious sport. It's just a bunch of like English dudes with pot bellies, usually in a pub (laughs) with an audience. It feels like you're watching like the bad guys in a Guy Ritchie movie. That's what these dart championships look like all the time. Where where did this idea come to you? Like, were you watching this stuff? You basically have gone into the world of darts and given it like the Will Ferrell, Adam McKay treatment here is kind of what you've done.
3: Yeah, absolutely. I would say it's totally like Adam Sandler, Will Ferrell, you know, influenced for sure. Like, and um, so basically I went to film school in in Thunder Bay. They have a huge film uh, uh, at the Confederation College. So and I liked performing, I loved doing comedy. And I remember... You know, when I graduated, I'm like, what's the next step? You know, every great director, you know, has their first film and has their story of like what they've done to, you know, and the hell they've been through trying to make their first feature film. And so I remember thinking like, uh, I remember like, I'm like, oh, I need to, you know, I want to do this, you know, with no money. I had this envision, this vision to do like this epic film, but with no (laughs) money, like this huge movie, but and I remember, uh, I remember just watching and catching, an, a, a catching um, a match on TSN, and there was like twenty thousand people in this arena, just chanting, going crazy. And at first, I'm like, "Oh, what is this? Like, you know, what a boxing match? Like, I wasn't sure, like, what it was that I was watching." And this guy comes out like you said, like mullet, mustache, no, <laughs> like, like no, his physique, like you know, overweight, which is fine. But I'm just saying, like, you just, it, it, it just doesn't match, like you know, you got these guys. <laughs> these fans are at these people's feet, like just screaming, like yeah. just big of fans. And then they go out there and they're, they're finishing off a beer and they're just throwing darts <laughs> in this huge arena. And right away in my head, I'm like, that's, it's so unique because it's like my, my idea was like, I want to know what these guys do on a date, like when they're not shooting darts and performing, you know, having matches in front of 20,000 people. Yeah. What are these guys doing on, on, in their daily lives? Like, what is the life of this of this dart player like? You know, so I figured that's like a great way to like just showcase like, uh, just like uh, you know, to have these comedians and just have like a funny film where it's more showcasing um, their personalities rather than like darts itself. You know, like these dar- larger than life pre- you know personalities, right? So yeah, that's how it came about, and I remember moving. And in my mind, I was like, you know, I grew up watching Frank Spadone and I'm thinking like there needs to be like an Italian player, like a fish out of the water. He was a champion, you know, in the the, uh, early 90s and uh, he's more, you know, when he comes to America for the first time to play and I remember thinking like, oh, I I need to reach out to Frank and I'm very glad he did and thank you Frank for, uh... this was so long ago guys, you know what I did? I messaged him on his website. Yeah. yeah so yes, I don't know. You know who does that
1: anymore? I remember being like, "We do." Like How do you book guests like, on this show? Yeah.
2: yeah <laughs> you know what he? Um, so let me let me let me do it on my angle here. Uh, I get this email from just some random guy, and I think I mentioned it before. Hey, I'm Cosmo from Thunder Bay, and I'm thinking of I'm doing this movie, and I'm thinking to myself, "Who is this guy?" You know what I mean? I don't know who this guy. From the, does he want me to fly up there? Anyway, he's like, "Can we yeah. meet somewhere?" And he's like, uh, "Let's meet at the Tim Hortons." <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> I, I forget where it was. Like, I think I don't know if it was like Thornhill area or whatever. Anyway, we met up. You know what? He reminded me of me when I was starting out, but not as a comic, but as a a, a kid with a, a a dream and an artistic kid that came from a family that just doesn't understand him like mine uh and you know like that that italian you know go get a job go drive a bus go get benefits uh and here's this kid just trying to do something and i thought you know what i want to help this guy out and it'll help me out too i'll get some practice um uh acting anyway we we ended up shooting this you know he sent me great the funny thing was is he only sent me he didn't send me the whole script of the whole movie he just sent me my parts because what happens in this movie it's it's really they're they're highlighting these four characters yeah. and we don't interact till the very end of the movie right it's enough. following
0: along your storyline yeah
2: it's following our story so i didn't really need to know the other parts not to give anything away but it was just i knew my parts i did and we had so much fun one thing i know for sure we had such a laugh filming this and um and when cosmo first started editing this You know we became good friends and that's why now we do the social media stuff together but when cosmo it was tough there were so many funny moments and stuff that he loved that he didn't want to cut it out of the movie so the movie was like longer than the titanic when he first um (laughs) when he first edited it uh but it it took a lot eh, cause you had to kind of cut it down to um for it to get into festivals and stuff like that right
3: yeah, it was it was it was it was probably my biggest challenge because I was so uh, I was so attached to the material and I yeah. thought it was so difficult for me to be like to get rid of something that I thought was really really funny. So what happened was when I eventually you know try to send it off to uh, you know distributors, they would be like, okay, cause like you know your runtime is like two hours and like forty minutes, you know, unless Batman flies in at the end or Superman. <laughs> no one's gonna watch this like you know you're not Martin Scorsese you can't get away with this and in my head I was like no we can like we can do this but then so I had to think not like my arts brain more of like kind of like uh my like you know my uh like more of a sales brain and go like you know people this type of movie 90 minutes hour and a half you know you you have a laugh and you're done right so it was very it was very difficult to uh you know and Frank improv so much stuff and I'm telling you, every take was so, was so funny and so different, and we would all just laugh and just. It was it was probably the hardest. The hardest part was what I would say was the editing process of like the film because it was. Well, just it's so, only
0: there's that old saying of it's the you know they used to call it cutting your baby's fingers off, which is horrible, but that's what they would call it because you have all this great <laughs> stuff, all this great B-roll, and you don't want to do it. I, it's exactly. interesting because well, I want to, and I mean this, Frank, this for sure applies to you too because there's been a bit, a bit of a shift here, but I mean. Cosmo, I feel like nowadays the dream has changed too in a way. I mean, I'm from the same hometown as you. I went to the same film program as you 20 years ago because I'm old. But, uh, and, and you know, it was always in Canada. It's always all about I'm going to leave this town. I'm going to go and go to L.A. and make it big and all this stuff. I think we're seeing way more of an appreciation. Probably the last two years didn't hurt with this either. But I think we're seeing way more in comedy, in Canadian showbiz, of an appreciation for home where a lot of people are like, I can stay here. Everything's about a global audience. Now. Anyways, I can stay here and build this stuff myself and carve out something here. That's nobody else is doing yet. And I don't, I don't have to go chase that dragon anymore. There's something to be said for being here and building something new here now.
3: Yeah, totally. Like, absolutely. Like, you know, the cool thing is like, when you, you know, you can make films and make short films and do stuff. And then, you know, when you submit it to festivals, there's festivals all over the world you can submit to, you know, LA uh, you know, all over America, the States, Canada, So you know, it can reach audiences, you know, if, if, if it gets in, right. It can, it can reach that audience and, and you can be, and you can be, like you said, doing it from, from home. Right. And it can reach that audience and, you know, and eventually if something, you know, connects or clicks, you, you know, you could eventually, you know, make, you know, go over there, like, you know, but I feel like, now I feel like it's so much cheaper. They always say it's so much cheaper to shoot like in Canada that a lot of these Hollywood productions are shooting films here. Like Toronto yeah. has, like, I think they shot like the Incredible Hulk movie here, the one with Edward Norton. Uh, you know, there's still, I think Netflix just opened an office here, they were saying. So it's like, I feel like a lot more production is coming to, uh, to Canada, you know, like to Toronto and stuff. So Now,
1: that's, Cosmo, I mean, this is kind of, uh, it's an ensemble cast, wouldn't you say? There's a lot of people in this Darts movie. Yeah. You you know what? Definitely an ensemble. Yeah.
3: Great. great.
0: You have a stacked line of like, you got comics, you got sketch and improv people like it, especially for those of us in Toronto who know this scene, you look at the poster, you look at the lineup on this movie, the cast. And it's like, this is sort of a, this is like who you basically see at comedy bar every Thursday night is basically you've corralled them into this film. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like I, I I remember just being like, you know, I, I just want, I just want the, I just wanted like the the, the funniest uh, you know group of group of people that I think are so funny and just you know and just like get them together and make it like a why well, I think it's unique you know there's four characters and I feel like everyone's comedy in the film is a little different like you know what I mean like you know Frank's playing the the Italian you know fish out of the water. And then I have, a, my character is like, I'm stuck. I still think it's like 1997 and, you know, my, uh, I, I'm not like very PC. So yeah. I feel like, yeah. So I feel like it's like, you know, and then there's Bryn Potty. Uh, yeah. he, he's a sketch comedy, a uh, co- uh, comic. And uh, he's he more is. of like the stepbrother kind of like uh, Will Ferrell kind of awkward comedy.
1: Now so it's because it's, it's, are all these, all these
3: actors going to be at the premiere? Yeah, you know what? Everyone, uh, I think the only person who's not coming is uh, one of the actors. He plays the British star player who's great. His name's Ed
1: Robinson.
2: Yeah, he was funny. He's a great
1: actor. The and only reason why I ask is, you know who's a fan of movie premieres? Do <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know who's a fan of movie premieres? No, no. It's our own premiere, Doug Ford. He's oh. a huge... Doug I'll Ford get, is a huge
0: fan of him. Oh, there we go. <laughs> there we go, ladies and gentlemen. We have the. Doug right Ford, is that you? Are, you?
1: are you on the line? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the. Premier Inside Doug Jokes. Ford, Uncle Doug, how are you? Uncle Doug, the Premier of
4: Ontario is <laughs> on Inside Jokes. What's going on, guys? You caught me in the middle of lunch. You're having some jerky here. Oh, <laughs> man. I see uh, Premier Premier Ford. I see you're
0: sporting the Tim Beebs, too. We know you're a big fan of Tim Hortons supporting local business.
4: Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's probably my favorite cup of joe there. I mean, I like those jelly filled, those nice raspberries, you know, I'm I'm excited. I I can't wait for this freaking darts film. Like uh, uh, my guy there, Mark Sinagoga, you know, he does those killer impressions of me. He's going to be there. I'm going to come and support local uh, films and stuff like that. So it's going to be great. I don't look that bad, man. There's a nice little golf shirt. Taking it easy. You
2: looking? looking what you? Did you go uh this morning? Which uh, I guess there's no snow, eh? Well,
4: I went on uh, the Peloton a couple of hours. I mean, you know, just to watch the other people, all the fit people. You know what I mean? And now I got this nice, uh, what do you call it? What the heck is this? Uh, beef jerky here. Yeah.
1: Another, there we go. We have Premier us Because we're going to take a quick break, but we want to come back with you. Can you stick on the show
4: with us? Of course. Absolutely. I love to support small business entrepreneurs, that whole thing, you know? All right, we're going to go with commercial break. We're going to be right back with more Inside Jokes. Now with our
0: special guest, the premier himself, Doug Ford. We'll be right back. Hey,
4: everybody. Uncle Doug Ford here. You're listening to Inside Jokes. Happy Mother's Day. Go vote June 2nd for me. Never mind that Stephen Del Duca guy. All the best. Happy Mother's Day. Keep bumping them kids out for the economy.
0: Welcome back to Inside Jokes on this Mother's Day Sunday, brought to you, of course, by our good friends at Hakeem Optical, helping you spot your nearest Tim Hortons more clearly. How about that? Uh, we, we're, we've been talking Frank Spadone's new special one-hour stand-up show coming out here in Toronto, the comedy movie Darts. Now we have a very special guest on the air with us. This is a huge surprise for our listeners. We have the premier himself, Uncle Doug Ford is with us, uh, you know, Mr. Ford, I mean, you've seen, you've steered us through a pandemic. You've, you've supported small businesses and local businesses, much, you know, like Tim Hortons. Uh, are, how important do you think it is for Canadians right now to be able to go out and watch comedy and watch comedy movies and sort
4: of relax after all this? Oh, yeah, super important. I mean, I don't fund this stuff, but uh, maybe we should start doing that. But I don't fund it. But I mean, it is good for everybody. To get out there, have a couple of chuckles. I mean, I, I prefer my chuckles around the campfire with some nice sausages and stuff. But um, I, yeah, I think everybody should get out there and watch the flick. I'm, I'm going to be there. Uh, my buddy Synagogue is going to be in that. You know, the guy keeps freaking roasting me. I don't understand his problem. I got to have him over. But um. <laughs> I think it's super important. Support local and, um, you know, get to give the comedians money because I'm not you know, I'm pretty much it. <laughs> we of course. And, you know, I mean, I think
0: Premier Ford, Uncle Doug, we do, of course, really need comedy right now. It's been a tough time for a lot of Canadians. But tonight, as the show airs, it is also a special day. It's Mother's Day. If you had anything to say to all those great mothers and grandmothers out there in the province of Ontario, what
4: would you say to all them? I mean, uh, you know, my mother was super important to me and, uh, you know, I I love all mothers out there. They're all fantastic. It's my favorite category on those, you know, those naughty sites. But anyways, um, and, you know, (laughs) keep, keep, keep pushing them out because we need more workers out there. So, you know, as long as we can keep the people coming, we can keep the economy going. Just have the mothers pushing them out. The dads do your due diligence, stick around and raise them to be right. And that's pretty much it. Maybe we can fuel up this economy with a lot more new people in Canada.
1: Now, Premier Ford, I mean, this is uh, we're talking about a movie premiere, the movie Darts, uh, May 27th at the Royal. Um, What is what is one of your favorite films that you like? I mean, I know you you're a big fan of this film, Darts, and you're a big fan of Mr. Uh, Mark Anthony Sinagoga, that comic that impersonates you. But do you have a certain category of films or a particular film you like? I don't know.
4: I, I don't know. I'm a big uh, parody movie guy. You know what I mean? I like all those Austin Powers and freaking, you know, all the slapstick stuff. I like, uh, what's his name there? Nielsen? Nelson? What the hell's the guy from Airport with the what's his name airplane for god's sake leslie Nielsen. leslie Nielsen. that's the guy yeah you know i like him he's great he's a good guy i like him a lot all those parody flicks are pretty solid
1: yeah no i
4: know he's dead for christ's sakes i mean i wish he wasn't keep it going but maybe uh, these these couple of guys here at cosmo frank they'll get together they'll do a little parody flick or something of my brother i don't know who knows Would you like
0: to see that? By the way, Premier Ford. Do you think? Do you, if somebody were to take, you know, your brother's legacy and really do a proper job with a parody movie, would you? Would that be something that you would get behind and go out and
4: watch? Oh, absolutely! I'd be there front and center. I hope I'm freaking in it for God's sakes. I mean, you better give me a shot to at least audition for the damn thing.
1: Now, Cosmo, <laughs> is that something you might want to tackle a Rob Ford biopic? Absolutely, naked guy, a <laughs> Why not?
0: naked gun reboot all right uh before we before we wrap it up cosmo uh we're we're, so one more time for our listeners where can we go catch this premiere how can we get tickets all that good stuff yeah
3: so friday may 27th the royal theater downtown toronto uh go to eventbrite search darts uh tickets only 10 bucks come have a laugh you can check out the darts instagram page uh my page cosmo Teacher on
0: instagram yep Check it Perfect. out. Hey, and, hey, and I'm in for your show coming up.
2: Hey, first of all, I'm in for the for the Ford brothers movie. As long as I could play George Mamalidi, I'll <laughs> start working on my <laughs> can right now. um Paradise Theater, May 13th. uh Go to my Instagram or my website, Frank Spidon, and get the tickets. Only tickets left for 10 o'clock show.
0: There we go. Frank and Donald
1: last but I love that.
2: Last <laughs> but not least, the honorable
0: premier Doug Ford, Uncle Dougie. Since this is a comedy show, if you have one message to sort of cheer Canadians up after this two years of craziness, one hopeful message for Canadians, what would that be?
4: Uh, vote for me June 2nd, uh, Etobicoke Rib Fest, be there, all you can eat ribs, uh, and then also go see Darts, uh, May 27th, Mark Synagogue is in there, I'll be there, May 27th, Royal Theatre, 10 bucks, I'll probably pay 50 bucks, support these guys a little bit, you know, and that's about it.
2: Bring some Timbits. bits.
4: Bring some thin beams or else I'm fucking I'm not coming.
0: (laughs) (laughs) There we go. We have the premier Uncle Doug Ford. Cosmo 2G, Frank Spadone, thank you all so much. That is our show. Don't forget to catch Frank Spadone live at the newly revamped Paradise Theater. Go check out that darts premiere at the Royal Theater. Go, go to Etobicoke Ring Fest. Next <laughs> that's, that's certainly important. Get out and
1: vote June 2nd.
0: There we go. Get out and vote June 2nd. That is our show. Don't forget, you can listen to all of our episodes right back to the beginning on Global News Online. We'll see you soon.
2: This week's Comedy RX is Frank Spadone. I opened the door and they were like, um, it was the wife, the mom, nice lady. She's like, hi Frank, hi, I'm just, uh, I hope you're doing, I hope I'm not interrupting anything. I'm like, it's uh, like, it's dinner time. I don't know if you know, but whatever. And she's like, I just, um, I wanna start a neighborhood watch program. I'm going around getting some signatures and I just wanna start a neighborhood watch program in our neighborhood. I'm like, you wanna start a neighborhood watch program in an Italian neighborhood. We invented Neighborhood Watch. Actually, Neighborhood Watch is watching you right now. Wondering why you're not at home cooking dinner for your husband, that's it. Italian, that's what the the Neighborhood Watch signs should read in Woodbridge and in the Italian neighborhoods, eh? This neighborhood protected by people who can't mind their own business.